Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three, two, one, zero. Hello. Welcome to... Episode 132. Beverly Harzog. Hey Money Clan, a very warm welcome to the Chain of Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Walsh. So Katie, really, really cool guest today. It's not every day you get to hear from someone from the US News. No, that is so cool. Yeah, unfortunately you weren't in the conversation, but I had a ton of fun chatting with Beverly. And she has quite an interesting dead pale story as well. She managed to pay off a ton of debt in just two years. Really? Yeah. How? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. Oh, I guess that yeah. is a bit of the catch part, huh? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's absolutely crazy. She is an expert when it comes to credit card debt. So if you have credit card debt or if you want to know some information about it, it's absolutely great. She's also written a book. So definitely listen for that a little bit later. All right. I'm intrigued. Yeah. (laughs) So before we dive into today's episode, we'd love if you guys would join us on Facebook. You can head on over to chainofwealth.com slash group and join our community of like-minded people. All right, Kate, you ready to dive right in? Yep. Fantastic. Let's do it. Welcome to Chain of Wealth. Here's your host, Dennis, inspiring you to begin your journey of financial freedom. Beverly Harzog is a consumer finance analyst and a credit card expert at the US News and author of The Debt Escape Plan. She has paid off over $20,000 of debt in just two years and now inspires others to do the same. Welcome, Beverly. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about your own personal debt payoff story What motivated you to tackle all that debt and what was your debt from? You know, when I was young, uh, I really didn't know anything about personal finance. And it's kind of ironic because I was a CPA when I was in my 20s. So I knew about corporate finance, but I did not know anything about how to balance even my own checkbook. In fact, I don't think I ever did. Now, when I got out of college, um, I was making money for the first time in my life, you know, real money. And I started getting all these offers for credit cards. I replied for seven credit cards and got approved for all of them. I was very excited about this. Uh, but then I promptly maxed out all the credit cards. 
Um, you know, I, I needed, I suddenly needed to have designer clothes, designer shoes. <laughs> I worked in an office and I felt like, you know, I, I need to really look the part. Uh, part of my spending was, you know, it, it was to boost my self-confidence. Okay. So there's a lot of emotions that go into spending and getting yourself into debt. It's really a very emotional issue. So once I got cut off from my credit cards, one night I was, um, I had this favorite credit card for a richest department store. It's now Macy's. And so I'm there trying to buy uh, some Ralph Lauren jeans and they go, ma'am, I'm sorry, but <laughs> we cannot, your credit card has been denied. And I was like, just so crushed and devastated. So that night I went home and I realized, you know, I was cut off from the other credit cards too. And it was time to take control of my life. So I learned everything I could about personal finance. Uh, and that was before the internet. So, of course, I had to go to the library and bookstores and, and, you know, the old fashioned way. And I got so excited about what I learned. I set up a budget. Uh, I started tracking my spending. I set a two year goal to get out of debt. Uh, I had. I, I lived very sparsely during those two years, a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for dinner. <laughs> but, you know, I got out of debt and I was so excited and I wanted to help other people avoid the mistakes that I made. And so I switched from being a CPA to a finance journalist. And I did that for about 20 years before coming to U.S. News. And my passion is helping people stay out of trouble with credit cards. But if you get into trouble, I want to help you get out of it, too. Fantastic. And debt, debt, debt. We've seen a whole bunch of rate hikes in this last year. Oh, yes. And, debt, <laughs> and debt's really like one of those things that you should be using responsibly. And just like you demonstrated in your story, you know, just because you're getting offers doesn't mean you should necessarily be using them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It, you know, in fact, at the time, you know, I didn't realize that applying for all these cards in a short amount of time would actually make the credit card issuer start to think that I was having financial problems. <laughs> so there's, you know, the credit card issuers, you know, when you start acting as if you need a lot of credit, uh, they see that, you know, alarm bells go off there. They might even decide to lower your credit limit or raise your rate. They think you might be in trouble. Yeah, definitely is a red flag. So my question to you is, when do you think it's a good time, and that's if any, to go into debt? And what are some things that you could be on the lookout for? Okay, Dennis, this is a great question, because, you know, I believe that there is good debt and bad debt. Okay. Uh, good debt would be a, a mortgage on a home, okay, because that's an investment. Uh, bad debt is credit card debt, okay. Uh, credit card debt, you know, it's really evil because <laughs> you've got compound interest to worry about. So uh, your debt just grows and grows if you only pay minimums or if you don't pay much more than the minimum. Uh, so that is what I consider like really bad, bad debt. And, you know, <sighs> Everybody has emergencies. I mean, life gets messy. Uh, you know, maybe something happened and you have to carry a balance for a month or two. That's okay. Uh, but it's, that's why it's so important to have an emergency fund so that you never have to rely on your credit cards to get by in life. But, you know, uh, with mortgages, I think that that's fine. I think that that's, you know, a great investment. Uh, student loans, I even think is a good investment as long as you don't go crazy with it. You know, my rule of thumb, 
is that you should not have uh, the amount of credit card, the amount of student loan debt should not exceed what you think you're going to make in your first year uh, when you're out in the world working. Uh, so, you know, there are limits. And with mortgages, too, there are limits. I mean, you want to be sure that you can actually afford the payments and it's, you know, it's not, you're not going to get into debt in other areas because you overextended yourself. So you have to be very smart about this and honest about what you can afford. Yeah, and that definitely makes a lot of sense. You know, I think a lot of people think sometimes that, oh, they see the minimum payments that they're required to make on their credit cards and they think, oh, well, I can just keep paying that. And there's no consequences that come with that. And unfortunately, that's not the truth. There's a ton of interest and other things that will affect you down the road. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, people, a lot of people don't really understand the idea of compound interest and how quickly that can make your balance grow. So, you know, you really have to tackle that debt any way you possibly can. If you still have a good credit score, you can even consider a balance transfer card, uh, you know, because they'll have a 0% offer for an introductory period of time. Gives you a chance to pay off that debt without paying interest for that intro period. So, uh, but if you still have, um, if you have a bad credit score and you have debt, then you know, you still have options. You actually, you actually do. As uh, someone that's recently actually come to America, I've had to recently go through the whole process of trying to build up my credit profile, you know, and you literally had to start, or I literally had to start from square one. Initially, like I had a credit profile back in South Africa, but I came to America and they said, what's your social security number? And I gave it. And they said, you have no credit score, you know, and, <laughs> you know, it was a little bit disconcerting because now I've been building up this credit profile back in South Africa and coming to America, having to sort of start again. It definitely made me research a lot of stuff and look into exactly what you should and shouldn't be doing. So for someone like me, it's not too bad because I kind of had a clean slate. I can sort of start building up my credit. But let's take a look at someone else, someone that's had credit for a bit of time and let's say they've managed to get themselves a bad credit score. What advice would you have for people with bad credit? And would you have any good resources that you could maybe direct them to? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, if you have bad credit, the important thing is, you know, not to feel terrible. Okay. It's, it's sometimes when people have bad credit, they feel like they're the only person in the world who, who has, you know, messed up. They feel like a loser. They feel alone. You are not alone. <laughs> uh, and there are some steps you can take. Okay. You can get a secured credit card. Uh, there are some really good ones out there. Um, on U.S. News, we have reviewed some of the best secured credit cards. We've reviewed credit cards for, ba uh, for bad credit. Uh, so there were some good ones out there. You do have to be very careful, though, because some of these have fees. Uh, but there are some really good secured cards out there. Another route to go, if you feel like you really shouldn't be using a credit card. Um, you know, people get into debt for all kinds of reasons. Sometimes it's not because you were a spendthrift. You know, it's because perhaps you went through a divorce, you had a medical crisis or unemployment. There are all kinds of reasons why you might have bad credit. Uh, so, but if you feel like you really should stay away from a credit card, you could try getting a credit builder loan from your bank or from a, a credit union. And that can help you. Uh, develop some credit. And, you know, it's important, the foundation, okay, that's what I always say, the foundation, you want to be sure you pay all your bills on time. So even if you don't have a credit card or a loan at the moment, be sure you pay your utility bills, your rent or your mortgage, whatever ha you have, that's your foundation. 
you know, for your payment history, that's 35% of your FICO score. So you want to do that and you want to have a budget and track your spending. And once you have those two things in place, then you can start working on rebuilding your credit. So when I was um, doing some research about you, I found a post that you've recently written called, well, it's not called anything, it's, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> it is, but it's about the difference between a credit card or a loan. And, you know, like I've also, I've always kind of wondered, you know, like, what option should you go with? I mean, personally, I've only really used credit cards, but there's always been this loan that I've, I'm very unfamiliar with. But what is your view of both of those? And what should you choose? Are there certain scenarios that you prefer one over the other? Oh, absolutely. This is a great question. Uh, sometimes people, you know, if they, you know, let's say something happens, you need a new roof, they might reach for their credit card if they don't have an emergency fund. Well, that's not a good idea unless you have a credit card that has a very low interest rate and you think you can pay this off within a month or two. Uh, it, if you've got something that's going to more of a long-term payment situation, you know, perhaps it's going to take you a year or two or maybe three years, then you want to look at a loan. Uh, you know, there are ways to compare rates online, uh, you know, so that you can find the best possible rate for yourself. Uh, but if, you know, don't use a credit card for a long-term loan because they tend to have higher interest rates and you're going to pay a lot of interest on that expense. Um, you know, you don't want to, if you're paying $7,000 for your roof, you don't want to pay 15000 <laughs> So be sure that you get a loan if you can in a situation like that. Another possibility, if you have good credit, is that you can get a credit, a credit card that has a 0% uh, intro APR on purchases, okay? And that way you could carry that loan for like a year uh, to 18 months without paying interest on it. So there's certain, you know, the, it depends on your specific situation as to what the correct choice is at that moment. But that's a great question. And that's why I wrote that article for U.S. News. Uh, I wanted to be sure that people understand the difference because, you know, I know I read a lot of I read a lot of fun stuff like the Federal Reserve reports. <laughs> and I noticed that personal loans, the amount of personal loans was increasing faster than the rate of credit card debt was increasing. So that's what gave me the idea for that story. Yeah, and that's really interesting. And you know, very often, like like you, like you all well know, you get a lot of offers in the mail for credit cards, and every now and then, there's one for loans. Um, would you say that there's anything to watch out for for people that are offering you money via loans? I think you always have to be careful with your money. So whether it's a credit card offer or a loan offer, uh, you know, if you get something in the mail, fine, go ahead and look at it. But I think your best bet is to get online and go to some, uh, you know personal loan, uh, credit card, uh, loan sites where you can compare your interest rates. And that way you can kind of get an idea of, um, you know, how you can get the best rate and, and the best terms. Now, if we're talking about something like, uh, let's say you, your problem is you've got a lot of credit card debt, okay, on several different cards, uh, then a debt consolidation loan might be your best bet for the best interest rate. So you can see what I mean where it depends on what your own personal situation is as to what the best choice is. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's if you pick, if you do go with a loan, you just want to be sure you've done a lot of research and you read the fine print because there can be all kinds of fees that come with loans as well. Definitely makes sense. Chainers, we're just going to take a quick break and then we'll dive right back into the value link round. 
Money Clan, if you're looking to read more, but you simply don't have the time, we have the perfect solution for you. Head on over to chainofwealth.com slash audible. You'll be redirected to Audible. And if you use that link, you'll get yourself one week's free trial of Audible. Audible is an Amazon company and they have an absolutely fantastic service. You're able to listen to eBooks on the go. It works like a monthly subscription, but it's definitely something that I highly recommend. We use it ourselves. So if you want to consume more books, this is definitely a platform you want to check out. That's chainofwealth.com slash audible. So Beverly, what is your saving or retirement plan looking like? My savings plan? Okay, I have an emergency fund and I am always careful to have about a year's worth of expenses in that emergency fund. Uh, I live in a middle-aged house that's fallen apart, <laughs> so I have to be sure I always have an emergency fund. Um, you know, and I've you know I have a lot of ret- retirement plans. I have IRAs. I was self-employed for so many years, uh, so I really had to stay on 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 top of that. Uh, I wasn't counting on you know four hundred one k from from an employer, uh, but uh, yeah. So I have you know I diversify, and I find that that's the best way to go forward. Fantastic. So do you have any other books or podcasts you could recommend? Uh, books. You know, I love uh, everything that Liz Weston writes and Jean Chatsky has some great books out there. Uh, you know, if you've got credit card debt, you know, I have to do a quick little plug for the debt escape plan, my book. Uh, yes. <laughs> but there's, uh, oh, and Clark Howard, if you really like to save a lot of money, if that's what really drives you, he does, he has some terrific books on that. Uh, he, he says he's a proud cheapskate and <laughs> I, I love his work and his radio show. Uh, for podcasts, uh, I really enjoy your podcast and I also like Stacking Benjamins. I think that's a really good one. And for Noosh Tarabi, um, you're so money. That's a, that's a great podcast as well. Awesome. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your own book? Okay, my book, The Debt Escape Plan, um, that is based on how I got out of debt when I had my credit card debt so many years ago. And what I did was I did sort of like a custom plan for myself. I mean, you've heard of the snowball method, uh, and that's where you start with the smallest balance and you work your way up to the largest balance, you know, that you have on your, your credit cards. And the reasoning behind that is that if you knock off that smallest balance, you're going to get a psychological lift from that. It's going to like boost you forward. And I do like the psychology behind that, but I also like the avalanche method. And this is where you start with the highest APR credit card and you work your way down uh, to the lowest. And the reasoning, of course, is that you're going to save more money because you're knocking off that high interest debt on that top card. Uh, what I did was I did a combination and I created something that I call the debt blizzard. And this is where you start with a snowball. You start with the smallest balance you have. You get that emotional kick. You get that adrenaline going. And then you switch to the avalanche. And the next card you do is the highest APR. So from that point, you start saving more money. Now, this worked for me because it just worked with my money style and the way I like to approach things with my money. So I think that, you know, this is very personal, the way you approach getting out of debt. So in my book, you know, I, I preach a 
you know, a custom debt plan. And I help people come up with their own debt escape plan based on their learning style, their money personality. We, you know, I talk about a lot of the, the psychology behind money because as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of emotional issues involved with your money. Sometimes spending is emotional. Um, and then your approach to getting out of debt. I mean, that also is very emotional. It's difficult to do. You want to be sure that you pick an approach that works for you. The one that works for you is the right approach. And that's what I cover in my book. So do you have a favorite quote you like to live by? A favorite quote? Oh, my goodness. I have so many quotes that I love. I actually keep a board on Pinterest of all the quotes that Just I love. Just for quotes. <laughs> uh, you know, I love uh, Brene Brown. Uh, there's so many quotes. It, it's hard to remember uh, some of them. But, uh, you know, one thing I love is actually from Star Wars. <laughs> it's something that Yoda said. There, There is no try, only do. <laughs> I love that. And, and that's something, yeah, I used to have that up on my wall uh, for several years because it reminded me that, you know, not to say I'm going to try to get out of debt or I'm going to try to write this book because writing a book is very difficult too. I've done five. And so when I start one, I'm like, I'm not going to try to write this. I'm going to do it. And that just puts me in the right frame of mind. And I've just remembered that all these years. Absolutely love that. Beverly, I've loved hanging out with you today. Do you have any last parting piece of advice for our listeners? And then we'll say goodbye. Well, Dennis, I have loved being here too with you. Uh, you know, I want people to know that if they are in, are in credit card debt or they're in some kind of financial problem where they're living month to month, and that describes so many people right now, you know, there is hope. There is a way to get yourself out of debt. Uh, so the, the best thing to do is just, you know, Stare down your debt is what I say in my book. Uh, you know, accept what's happened and then just move forward and come up with a plan. And there is always some steps that you can take. Either get a balance transfer credit card or do it the old-fashioned way with the snowball avalanche or the blizzard. But, uh, you know, do whatever you have to do. And uh, there is hope. You'll, you'll, you'll get to financial freedom if you just persist to keep at it. You know, one more thing I want to recommend is that, you know, consumers hop on the U.S. News website and read the money section. Uh, one of the reasons I joined U.S. News is because they do real financial journalism, real service uh, articles that can help you in your life, help you pick credit cards, uh, improve your credit score, get out of credit card debt. And we've got some credit card guides that highlight, you know, the best uh, like travel credit cards, best cashback cards, and so on. It's just a great resource for uh, for consumers. Chain is whooping hand with Beverly Harzog. You can check out her website. It's beverlyharzog.com. And if you have any debts, get yourself some help, join our community, and nail it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.